This is Battleground, and today is Monday, September 28th, and wow, what a weekend. Wow, last week was crazy, and wow, we are kicking off Monday on fire. And in order to do that, we have a special guest today, Willie Laura. He's a former news and political director for CNN. Actually, the guy that, you know, pretty much launched, created CNN Espanol. He is the boss of bosses. He knows his shit like very few people. And he, he's, I've invited him, him uh, on Battleground because we are, what, 34 days away from the election. And if you don't get media bias, you're going to freaking get it after this podcast. So, Willie, welcome to the show. Thanks for taking the time. I know you're stuck in Geneva out of all freaking places uh, because of COVID. You're dying to get home. We want you back, brother. When are you coming back? Well, you know, thanks for the invitation. I was looking forward to joining your podcast. This is great. Uh, Yes, I'm stuck here in Geneva. Not a bad place to be stuck with the uh, corona. So um, I'm having a great time, and I'm looking forward to going back home. Uh, yeah, it's just been a, an incredible weekend, an incredible week of, of news and bias. And as you said, if, uh, if you do not believe that there's a bias going on in the media, this is the week that actually show their teeth. That's right. And, and, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to come full circle, right? We saw last week, obviously we saw Saturday, you know, that, that's got to be number one. Amy Barrett, Judge Barrett, mm-hmm. um, nominated by the president to the Supreme Court. She is, uh, she's, a, she's a great woman a great, you know, legal mind, a great judge mm-hmm. and a great mother and wife, right? Uh, she she yeah. checks all the boxes, you know, conservative Catholic, mother of seven, uh, one of her child, uh, her, one of her children has Down syndrome. She's adopted two, yes. you know, black kids from, from Haiti. I don't know, how, how do they attack her outside of her faith? Cause that seems where they're going. Uh, we have, you know, the Hunter Biden story, you know, that, that has come out uh, we know it's it, it's fully corruption all the way, however you look at it. All the yeah. stories on the Russian collusion. Now we know that it was the Democrats colluding with the Russians. It was yes. all fabricated. It was all a hoax. Everything in order to take down a sitting president just because they didn't like the result of an election. Um, yeah. Black Lives Matter, a Marxist organization mm-hmm. trying to destroy and tear down this country. Joe Biden doesn't know who he is half the time. He doesn't know where he is. The other half hiding in a basement. Um, it, it's ridiculous. And then, you know, coming back to, you know, to, to, to your world, media bias. Uh, yeah, you know, it, don't it, even it, talk it, about it. No, it's it, 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 stupid it, New York Times article that, by the way, is illegal because how did they fill, you know, leak that information, you know, to, to the press of the New York Times? Obviously, it came out of the Southern District in New York. Yeah. Uh, yes. Somebody's got to go to jail for that. But hey, yes. Willie, you're the stud man. You're the professor. Take it away. Well, I, I think that we've seen this week, uh, you know, they were looking, the Democrats were looking for a way to attack uh, George Barrett. Obviously, uh, looking into the faith, I think right now the country, what he needs is somebody with the exper- expertise that she has with that huge legal mind to interpret the Constitution as written. We don't need a, another uh, political judge and somebody that's going to uh, legislate from the bench and use the uh, Supreme Court as it's being used. It's like, I cannot believe, like here in this part of the world, uh, people were talked about how difficult and different is the Supreme Court of the United States that has been politicized so much that he lost a lot of the credibility that he has. So I think that for Democrats to look into an angle of attack, going through uh, using religious, I think is the only thing they have. They cannot attack her because she's a, she's a woman. They cannot attack her because she has two 
uh, black children's adopted from Haiti. They cannot adopt them because she has a, a, a child with Trump syndrome. So what, what are we going to do? There's, you know, remember that when Kavanaugh, the whole Kavanaugh situation happened, it was a, it was a, uh, it was a disaster. It was just, it was trying to, uh, uh, yeah, you know, try to kill this guy character, which they tried to do really hard, and, and it did not work. It, it backfired on them. And this time, they think that using the Christian angle is going to bring them anywhere. I don't think it's going to take them anywhere because, at the same point that you made that argument about religion, we can make the argument about abortion. We can make the argument about all these uh, liberal uh, uh, way that they think about issues because the half of the country doesn't think that way. So we have to start thinking. Uh, about judges in the Supreme Court as people that that needs to interpret the Constitution as written, because that's actually the the the, the actual balance of power in the country. What maintain the country solid and, and and unique and united? I think that has to come back to the court. And I think George Barrett brings a lot of that. If you take away all the other garbage that you listen to every day to, on on the media, in terms of what's going on with the New York Times, it's like timing is usually great. He said, this crazy, you know, at the same time, the same day, the Washington Post comes out and say that they're going to endorse uh, Joe Biden as their candidate for president. It's like the minute a newspaper or a news organization endorse a political candidate, it already lost your credibility. You cannot expect people to take you seriously when you're endorsing political candidates when you're supposed to be a serious, newspa serious newspaper. I think, you know, it, it's just regrettable. And this coordinated attack is like, it was about an hour or two after the, the New York Times story broke, that the DNC already had a, a, an ad already playing out on social media. It's, it was just kind of like a coordinated attack. The same thing happened with the Atlantic Magazine story where they had another ad ready to go. So, you know, and if you think about it, the story with the New York Times, uh, you know, it will at the end show two things. First, that the New York Times and the mainstream media were completely wrong with the entire uh, Russian story, which we all knew from the beginning that it was a hoax. Well, and uh, it, it, every investigation has shown that it was a hoax, right? Yeah, be, yeah, because the thing is, they were asking for the famous taxes because they wanted to see if there was money coming from Russia that was being laundered on the taxes. So they were not interested in he didn't pay any taxes. And, and ask yourself this question, why have you not seen many accountants on air talking about how accounting works and how big corporations and people with a lot of money works explaining how the system and the code works. You're not gonna see them because it doesn't fit their narrative. So it is a political story. It is another hijab. They're not gonna find anything there. It's already there. The problem with this is who leaked it? The person from the DA's office in New York who leaked the story needs to go to prison. Yeah. Because the New York Times says, oh, we know we, we work in an investigation. No, you did not. You know, the person leaked this to you to put this out there. And you obviously, and, because and you know what? Biased. I have a feeling, Willie, that it was probably the U.S. attorney. You know, most likely, in the, in most the Southern likely. District, because that guy hates Trump with a passion. He yeah. has a vendetta against him. He wants to destroy him. It, it's insane. But I want to circle back here, back to Amy Barrett, back to the yes. Supreme Court, real quick. Why is it that Republicans want judges to uphold the Constitution? And Democrats well, want judges to legislate from the bench. They don't care about the Constitution. That is so bizarre, right? It's it's so strange because if if the Constitution is the document, right, yes. that the framers put together that have made this the greatest country in the history of the world, 
Shouldn't both parties be protecting that document? Of course, but the problem is that the Democratic Party today, more than any time in history, is, is lean on destroying every single institution that we have. And I, can, I, can go, I can go one by one. The IRS, they use the IRS to go after conservatives. That's one institution that loves credibility. They use the FBI to go after Flynn and to launch a counterintelligence investigation with a dossier which was paid by the Hillary campaign at the DNC that now we know was a Russian disinformation that they knew back then that it, what it was and, and they, they went ahead it, yeah. and did it anyways. The other part of it is the DOJ, you know, how, they, how the Obama administration used the DOJ and now how the Democrats are trying to implode the court because of power. It's just because of power. So every institution that they've touched, they destroy. And that's the, 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 big, uh, the big thing right now and what we, we must be concerned about this issue of maintaining at least some sort of uh, um, power on the, on the Supreme Court that can interpret the Constitution, not to legislate from there. We've seen that many times, and we need to go back to uh, a, a Supreme Court that interpret the Constitution the way it is, not to make uh, you know to make what they believe of the Constitution. That's not what the framework wanted, and the, and the Democrats have basically done they you know they've done it with the uh, with Congress. They uh, unilaterally impeached the president without any, any support, with, with, a, with a fake uh, story that now we, we all know where it came from. So it is horrible. It just, you know, I have not seen in my 30 years in Washington the, how low the uh, credibility of our institution is and how weak, uh, how weak demo democratically they are right now because they're totally weak. Yeah, it, it's, um, you know, it, it's, it's bizarre, you know, to see that. Um, we've always said that the Democrats are socialist. They always hid it. They always denied it. Now they're out in the open, you know, pushing socialism. Um, but it's more than that, right? There, there's a Marxist wing that has taken over the Democratic Party. And I don't think the moderate Democrats can control them. Um, no, I'm, not gonna, I'm not going to include Nancy Pelosi as a moderate because she was always a liberal. But, yes. but people like a Joe Biden in the past would have been considered a moderate. Um, yes. in, but not, in, anymore, not anymore because he no. cannot survive politically. No. You know, the, reality, the reality that we're living in today is like in 2016, the donors of the Democratic Party gave Hillary Clinton $2 billion and 950 employees to win the election and they lost. So a candidate, there was you know, a new candidate, uh, much, much less resources and they lost because he won, you know, he won big. So right now the problem was by the far left of the party, the radical left of the Democratic Party taking over, the donors say, look, we're not gonna give you a dime because this is a loose, a loose proposition for us. We're not gonna put any money on a candidate that is so far to the left that we're gonna lose. So they needed to come back, come up with somebody that was kind of resemble a a a, a moderate Democrats, uh, so that they can put money behind it. Remember, Obama, former President Obama did not endorse him until he was the last one out. He wasn't even con convinced that Biden was the, the best choice for him. Yeah, and that was the conversation think, even inside the party. Yeah, and I don't think anybody really thinks you know that Biden's going to be a good president. Um, you know, he, he, there's no enthusiasm on the left. Um, the only thing driving the left right now is hate and anger. Yes. Um, yes. Does hate and anger trump enthusiasm or does tr enthusiasm trump hate? 
I think it has to do with hate, enthusiasm, and the collaboration with the media, because you need that narrative. If you dominate the airwaves, if you dominate the, narr the narrative, then you, you can have a bigger impact on the voters, and that's exactly what they're baiting for and what they're doing. And that's a great segue, right, is yes. the media. <laughs> the media yes. is not really media anymore. They're, they're a super no. PAC. They're a exactly. super PAC for the DNC. And going exactly. back to your former employer, uh, CNN, um, mm -hmm. you know, I, I was a contributor with them, you know, 2005 and 16 for the, for the primaries and the general. And, you know, we've had many conversations about that, that mm -hmm. the behavior of some of the guys that maybe, and, and women that you've hired in the past yeah. that are still there. Um, but they don't care about reporting anymore. They, they just, no, yeah, they just went, it, message, right? yeah, they, they just went for the money, for the money side of it. You know, it's not even a shadow of what it used to be as a network. Uh, basically, right now, most of the programming is political, and they make money out of it. Why? Because uh, segment, uh, you know, and, and 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 parties are very interested in that kind of programming. So they'll buy everything they put together in terms of town hall meetings, debates, and everything that it has to be politics. They'll buy it. And why would they buy it? Because you already have a biased angle on it. So you know, that it's just the way it is. It's a business model. Uh, that's the reason why they lost most of the. Uh, um, affiliates around the world because they were always looking out for CNN for news stories and right now it's just basically 24-7 of political spin and opinion and people are really well, crazy, right? not interested you, in it. You've seen their ratings drop yet the yes. revenues have multiplied you know many times. Yeah. yeah because it's business like you know after CNN became corporate and it went to the corporate world it was about shareholders value you know first and then what you can put together and shareholders value meaning selling all your programming uh, and you know the best way you can to make money and the best thing they could do was put together political programming 24 7. hire a few poli uh, uh, political analysts from one side or the other and put a spin into an issue and spend the entire day just spinning an issue and making money out of it and that's just the way it is right now yeah but you know it, it's disgusting to see that behavior um you know all this information that has come out you know on on the russian hoax we know now, like you mentioned earlier um, in your opening statement, the FBI and the DOJ knew that it was a yes. hoax. Yes. They knew that everything was false, and yet yeah. they continued to pursue this. Um, because, that's a, that's because, a huge, that's a huge yeah, story. And, and, because, yeah. and then the Hunter Biden, he takes yes. a $3.5 million wire transfer from the wife of the former mayor of Moscow, who's yeah. tied in with, you know, with corruption, that's yeah. a huge story. Nothing happens. You have the Senate report on, on the Biden investigation on corruption, not a peep from anybody. They're not um, going to touch it. They're not going to touch see, it. Because, you yeah. see, you know, this, uh, a lot of the George Soros organizations funding a lot of these Black Lives Matter protests, riots, arson, assaults, looting, chaos. Not Bloomberg, you know, Bloomberg, Bloomberg financing and paying Bloomberg. off to all these people. To you know, get we saw the stuff from Project Veritas. Yes. You know, on the, yes. on the, uh, on the, on the, on the ballot harvesting and, and, yeah. you know, involving, uh, you know, the psychopath Omar and yeah. uh, not a peep. It's um, at what point, at what point, um, I mean, I know the ratings and their credibility is super low, but at what point do they cease to be a news they're not, organization. They're not, they're not going to because no. it, the, the, the issue is a problem. This, this is a problem. In 2016, 
uh, during the election, about a year and a half before that, we were telling, I'd say we because I've obviously work in the industry, but you know, the industry was saying to the entire world that there was no reason or there was no possible way that Donald Trump will become president of the United States. And that was for two years in polls and all these polls and all these focus groups and all that, even the New York Times today before the election say that 98%, with 98% certainty that Hillary was gonna win the election. And all that was fake. So they lost all credibility. And then what happened was after Trump became president, it even happened with the FBI. The FBI were for certain, they knew that Hillary Clinton was gonna become the president, that they were gonna be okay. And everything that they did was gonna be fine because nobody was gonna to touch it. And what happened was, and after they, they lost the election, they became careless and confused and they started making a lot of mistakes. And that's what we're seeing today, you know? I don't believe that Ray is the right person to head of the FBI because he knew a lot of this stuff and he, you know, he continued to cover for them. Yep. If, we, if we really need reforms in this institution, there needs to be a cleanup, a cleanup of both institutions, the, the FBI, the DOJ. In terms of the news media, they lost our credibility. And what they did was that once it was clear they lost their the credibility, they took off the gloves and they went at him. And they know that it, the, the main goal is how do we get rid of Trump? We impeached them, it didn't work. We, we, uh, we're getting leaked from our uh, friends, you know, within all these institutions uh, and all these agencies there, Obama left over, people that did not get what they wanted and they leaking information trying to damage the president. That, they're not trying to damage the president. And that's what I, the, the point that I'm trying to make. They're trying to damage the country. You know, who, the, 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 the main goal for them, trying to get rid of Trump, for us means damaging the country because lowering the bar of the institution, getting rid of their credibility. You know, how does anybody now will believe anything that the FBI will have to say in terms of coming into like, oh, a search warrant, an investigation. It's like, who is gonna sit down and talk to the FBI without a lawyer present? Nobody's gonna do that. You know, who's gonna trust in the, institu in the institution that we believe are the, the, the spine of our democracy? You know, the DOJ, the FBI, trust in these folks. You know, it's gonna take a long time. And to do that, it, it will need to be cleaned up in, in, in a huge reform. Because you can say, well, 65% of the people believe that the FBI is doing a great job, the DOJ, blah, 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 blah and they're all supporting Biden. But half of the country don't trust those institutions because the Democrats, they themselves destroy the little credibility or the credibility that, is, that this institution had uh, a few years ago. It's insane the amount of the kind of the, the kind of information we're getting now, the classify of the uh, Russian hoax. You know, you, you sit on and you say, how in the world these people continue to pursue this just because knowingly, knowingly that the person that they were investigating did not do anything wrong. And the people and the information that they were getting coming from people that they were actually investigating is insane. Those are the kind of things that you write it in the book and people will not believe it. And that's the kind of spin and things that the media push out there and the Democratic Party push out there. It's like, okay, Joe Biden was the head of the Ukraine policy for the Obama administration. And they, they, uh, they got Trump through impeachment because of pay and play. And the only person that we have at pay and play on videotape is Joe Biden. Yeah. It's incredible. Huh? It's incredible. And the only person that took $3.5 million for a Russian was Hunter Biden. And we have that for a fact, but it doesn't matter. 
because they're allowed to do it. The media is not going to question it. Is it. I mean, that, that's, that's corruption. It is corruption. It's corruption it is on corruption. the Biden side, but it's also corruption in the media. Yes. Because they're, they're pushing lies and- They're enablers. You know, with, with the case last week on the, on the police shooting and, and, and you know, and, and the charges and all the riots that started back up, Mm-hmm. Right after, right afterwards, you, you're you go back to CNN again. You know, we always end up back there. You know, you have Van Jones and Wolf and the rest of the you know clown show over there, saying you know this is insane, this is wrong. You know, the police went in there and and you know it was a no knock order and they went in there shooting and blasting and you know they're 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 Lying. reporting they're reporting lies. Yes. And all this is known fact that it was completely opposite, and they're pushing yes. lies. And how do they get away with that, Willie? Isn't there some type they, FCC? Yeah, but, but yeah, the FCC is there, but they're 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 not going to go in because they're going to say that. Well, you know, is there a, a First Amendment right to say whatever they want? Obviously, uh, and they and they're doing it. I think it's up to the American people and the voters to actually call them up on it and turn them off. Because that's that's the only way that is going to happen, you know. Walk, walking orders orders are are done every single day. Your cops are out there doing this kind of uh, uh, orders all the time. It's nothing new, you know. And they go on plain clothes. Is a is a is a narco is um, is a, a narco trafficker. Is a drug pusher that they're going after. They go at one o'clock in the morning. They knock on the door, and the guy shoots the police, and the police respond. Right. That's just exactly what happened. Those are the facts. Yep. The facts is now that they went in blasting with, with guns. But they'll sell it to you like that. And that, that is why we need to be, as, as, as listeners and viewers and readers, we need to be informed and call them up on it and challenge them and use their critical thinking to say, hey, we're not dumbs. You can't just be selling all this kind of crap. You know, you know we're not stupid. You know, we already, we've we, we gone beyond the fact that during the Obama administration, they passed the Obamacare, as his former architect said, because of the stupidity of the American people. Right. They actually believe that the country is stupid, yep. you know, and they'll try to sell that, sell that stuff. And it's just not true, you know, and we, and we need to be better at, at that and call them out for what they are. Yep. No, it's, it's truly amazing. And, you know, I don't know where this ends. You look at all these polls. Um, I don't believe a lot of these polls. You see the excitement and enthusiasm mm-hmm. on the Trump side. You see Joe Biden can't even get 10 people in a room. Um, yeah. You know, he doesn't know where he is now. You know, you see the president talking about we should drug test Joe Biden before the uh, debates that are going to happen <laughs> tomorrow night. You know, yeah. because there's, there, there's this belief that Joe Biden's taking, you know, Adderall or something like that in order to focus for, you know, 60, 90 minutes. Because he, yeah. he's, he's a mess otherwise. He, he would, yeah, he, he, he would be surprising if he did because, you know, he's aged and we've seen how he's deteriorated and on... on uh, you know, every every single year, it's, it's not something that you can say, "Wow, this is unbelievable." No, you know, it's, it's something that is doable. You know, and and if he's doing something, it's taking something. Well, he's, you know, there's nothing wrong with that if you have the need for it. You know well, what I mean? it's cheating, right? It's like a performance yeah. and enha- performance enhancing drug, like yeah. athletes, right? We test yeah. our athletes. We should ch- we should test our politicians as well. Yeah, that's the argument. Yeah. Uh, obviously, the left wants nothing to do with it. Uh, but I think there's something there, there. Um, well, if we something that we learned so far is like whenever Trump called for something, 
yeah. he actually ended up to be. There's a reason. There's a reason. Yeah, we, you know, he called the whole spy thing and yeah. and wiretap and all that. All that actually and turned out to be true. Uh, you know, I, I think that for me, if he gets tested or not, it, it doesn't matter. I know that it, the debates are going to be interesting. Uh, Trump is a good debater. Joe Biden. The, the thing with Biden is like you've been in politics for 50 years. It, it's crazy. And now you're trying to sell to the country that you have the answers to all the problems. And that so he's a candidate hell, for change. And he's yeah, a candidate what the hell were you doing for the past 50 years? Making yourself rich? Yeah. You know. The other question is, here, here's a good question. Um, Chris Wallace, tomorrow night, yes. right? He's no fan of Trump's. No. Um, I think everybody knows that. It's no secret. He, he doesn't like, he's a never Trumper, right? Mm -hmm. um, his father, Mike Wallace, was a liberal. Um, he's probably going to go after the president pretty hard. Um, well, I think, you know, I, I, I know Chris, I, you know, I, I've been in this business for a long time. For me, he's, it's a really good debater, uh, a debate host. Uh, he's done many of them. Is he fair? I respect the word that he does. I, I just think that, you know, by attacking him, you know, we, you, we're giving him the importance that probably he should not be getting. You know what I mean? Yeah. What Trump needs to do He's concentrating what he needs to do. He has a record to run on in the past four years. Let Chris do his job because I'm sure, I'm completely sure that Chris is going to go after Biden as well. You if think he so? Doesn't, if he doesn't, it'll be the end of his career. I can, I can promise you that. You believe he that? Needs, you believe oh yeah. that? Oh, Why? yeah. He needs, he needs can to you do explain it. That? Can you explain that to the listeners, please? Well, because it is the first presidential debate. And he was going to decide how the other debates are going to end up. So he sets if the tone. If he sets the tone and he's fair and strong with both candidates, not only will will you know in will get a, a boost in his profile and will take away a lot of the uh, a lot of the criticism from the last interview we did with the president, and he will put the other hosts for the other debates on notice. This is how you conduct the debate. I think that he has an opportunity to do that. I think that the, the, the president's campaign and the president should just be prepared. We all know the issues that are gonna come up. You know, blindly, we can tell you most of the issues, the tax situation, the, uh, the Atlantic Magazine uh, article, um, uh, the, the whole thing with the military, the, uh, his business, uh, uh, the way he handled the pandemic is I can tell you one by one what you know all the issues. Well, this is what you do, right? This is what you exactly. Do. Yeah. I do. I do okay. debates, so this is what this is what I do. So those are the issues, and he he should know, and they should, and his people should expect those questions. Yep. You know, the well, same you think, thing. You think you think Chris Wallace has the ability to be fair, or he does his to, bias, or does his bias come out? No, no. I I, th I think he has he has the ability to be fair, and he's got he understand that the entire world is going to be looking at him. He's going to set the tone. Does so the huge challenge. Does he really oh, care? yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. When you get to that position, uh, you know, in, in, in a network with the kind of responsibility you have, and you know that you're getting close to retirement soon as well, you want to end your career making the best debate possible, presidential debate possible in history. You know, he has an opportunity to go to history as a great debate moderator and a journalist. He had that option. All the people that had that option threw it away. And yep. we have examples of those uh so can't, can't i have faith <laughs> exactly yeah. exactly so we, we have so does, does we chris have, wallace pull a candy crowley and check and, and and fact check the president i don't think he should be checking people right on the spot i think he should be actually 
throw, doing the hard questions and, and challenge some of the questions and some of the answers. Uh, but fact checking, I don't think I don't think that's a good idea. It never worked because it shows that you're biased first. Yep. You know, uh, it shows that your job is basically not moderating a debate, but actually going after one candidate or the other. Leave that fact checking for other journalists or their campaign to do spins. You know, concentrate and going after, let's say, Joe Biden on the issue of, of Ukraine, then we actually have a pay-for-play uh, you know, pay uh, situation on video. We have $3.5 million of your son. We have you saying that you never spoke to your son about it only once when all the paper, the classified paper from the State Department said that not only you knew, but you were briefed about it. Right. You know, so you have to go after him with, you know, the same way that you went after Trump, the same way you need to go after Biden with all the facts and all the information that you have. Because you cannot let a politician that's been in, in, in Congress and in politics for 50 years get away with the fact of saying that you have the miracle pill for all the problems in the world when you were in, in Congress in politics for 50 years and you didn't do anything about it or to change anything. So that, I think that is part of, it has to be part of his questioning, you know, challenge why is, you know, why people need to, and, and by the way, if I was Chris, I will ask him directly, Okay, so why will the U.S. Uh, why the voters tr uh, should trust you when you are a part of the administration that illegally spied on your political opponent, which is right here next to you? you know, why were you asking for the Loganet to be uh, utilized against General Flynn? You know, why should we trust somebody that he uses the government institutions to go after your political enemies? You see. Well, Chris those are the questions that, that I, I expect. Think so I think I don't. I don't think Chris Wallace will go after Joe Biden. I, I just really don't. Uh, we'll, we'll see. Maybe maybe he surprises all of us. You seem to believe in the integrity of this man. Um, I guess we're going to find out. How do you see this debate playing out, Willie? Um, well, you've, been, you've been in politics. You've been in media for a long, long time. Um, and very I, I, pro I produce. Yeah, I produce many debates, and I and I think the key for this is um, how well does the first debate do? If the de first debate does really well, you'll maintain the attention for the other two debates. The candidates, if the candidates are strong on their answers, uh, they, you know, remember that also the political environment we are right now is much different than four years ago and eight years ago. Right now, the country is so polarized that you know, whoever is going to vote for Trump is going to vote for Trump no matter what. Whoever is going to vote for Biden is going to vote for Biden no matter what. And the small amount of independence, they're still out there. Uh, you know, they're going to need some convincing to do. And I think that's where the candidates needs to be concentrated on. And that's where the moderator should pay attention to the questions that most independents are looking because the other voters already decided who they're going to vote for. So I think that that would be my take on that. So history is against the incumbent president on the first debate historically the incumbent president always has a bad first debate because it's always about them and they're on you know they're they're under a microscope but um this actually this this president actually has a lot of um good things to boast about right oh yeah very yeah. different from previous administrations that have had issues all the all the scandals and issues that that has faced this administration have been created a hoax and 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 lies so um i hate to set the bar high you know but biden's also not showing that he's you know all there but mm -hmm. he's been in politics for uh, uh, 50 uh, years you know yeah, so you would expect I, I think, him 
you know, expect them I, to do well. If I was in the Trump campaign, I will basically make the debate about Joe Biden. Everything, I'll flip it around. Let's say that he come, they comes up with the questions of the, uh, of the uh, pandemic, of, of COVID-19. Yes, you know, we got COVID-19. I've been in, in, in office for about four years. I got something that nobody else have you obviously never dealt with. But then you had Joe Biden who had 50 years in Congress. Never, you know, never dealt with this. And now he has become an expert yeah. on COVID-19. Yep. So how, how is that? It's like everything that he proposes, already, is, those are things they already, that we are doing. Right. And by the way, when the pandemic came out, he was actually happy that nothing was going to happen. And they were concentrated on impeaching me. So how, how, how interested were them in the pandemic and how many people were going to die? No. So I will use everything and flip it around. Yep. The play for play, the play for play, the corruption, all that, I will flip it around. Because whatever the president has been accused of, they've done. Much bigger. It's just a matter of just flipping it around and just painting on them, painting on them. Hey, Willie, quick question. Um, the Hispanic vote. I yes. know we've talked about this a lot. Uh, the left, you know, I personally think that the left is probably the most racist group in, 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 in the world. Um, they treat minorities like dogs. Um, you know, first of all, they treat minorities like second-class citizens that they can't fend for ourselves, that we're stupid, that we need everybody's help, that we can't do things on our own. And, uh, and if we don't agree to their terms and their narrative and their talking points, and we don't, we don't behave, act, say, and become who they want us to be, um, they treat us like dogs and they'll kick us like dogs, shush us, quiet us, send us to the corner, you know, out to the dog house, you know, or kick us. Right. Um, and we see that right day in and day out, uh, any minority that speaks up or against anybody on the left is, uh, is attacked, is destroyed, is insulted. They go after you, they go after your kids, your spouse, they go after your job, your business. They try and destroy you to the point where you cannot you, you cannot even speak up anymore because they've ruined you. Um, I think that's going to change. Um, I think 44, yes. I've said it in the past, got 40, you know, uh, Bush 43 got 44% of the Hispanic vote. And then we saw McCain drop to 31. We saw Romney drop to 27. Uh, we saw President Trump come in at 29%. Yep. Um, I believe we're going to come in higher than 40%. Yes. Um, yet there are polls out there that are showing this, but yet when, when you look at the overall poll, they still show Biden leading by 11 points and Biden leading. And that's impossible, right? Um, Trump can't go from 29% of the Hispanic vote to over 40% and be losing by 11 points. I mean, that's, that's, that's unrealistic. You I look think at if we, if we, if we learn something about the polls in 2016 is that they're not credible. They measure an intention and you also need to analyze who do they ask? You know, if you look at all the polls and, and their pattern of asking questions, if you ask 42% of the people that you're polling, they're Democrats and 37% Republicans and the rest are independents, there's no way that in a polarized country, mathematically, you're gonna get a poll that Trump is gonna be fa favorable in any ways. Well, so on, top of that, on top of that, if you ask a, 
Massachusetts Republican or a California Republican or a New York Republican, it's going to be very different from a Alabama, Mississippi, or Florida Republican, right? And also the way you ask the questions. Yep. It's very different, but also the ask the question. If I'm, doing a, if I'm doing a poll and I go out there and I ask, uh, uh, and I ask uh, Latinos, uh, Latino voters, and I say, hey, will you vote for a candidate? Which candidate will you vote? For the one that actually will reduce your benefits? The one that will give you a tax break? The one that actually give you more opportunities for, to build your business, to create your own business, to give you more uh, uh, a, a, better, a better climate of it for investment? or for the one that actually is gonna tax you more, that is gonna take away a lot of your benefits, that is going to tell you nice things, but at the end, they're, they're not going to uh, uh, deliver on their promise. So who, you, who will you vote? I'm sure that the results will be different when you ask the question that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they're not asking the question that way. And, and you know, and, and on the African-American vote, we saw some polls, right? We talked about this. Oh, yeah. African-American support for the president was like at 22%. Hispanic vote, uh, Hispanic support or, or intention was, uh, I think, 36%. Um, the Democratic Party needs 93% of the black vote to win. Um, yes. President Trump got 8% last time and, and, and anyone. Um, how does, how, how does President, and I'm going to go back to this again, you know, because this is, this is uh, and I hate to say this, but this is you guys, man, because I'm not a journalist. I'm an opinion. I'm a hack. <laughs> You know, I'm a commentator. I'm here to beat the crap out of Democrats because that's that's what I like to do, man. But, you know, how is it possible, Willie, that we're going to be showing 40 percent of Hispanic vote voting for the president, 22 percent of the black vote voting for the president? And the president is down 14 points, 11 points. He's down in Florida. He's down in Arizona. We're losing Texas. Fuck. Are you kidding me? That's yeah. bullshit. You know, yeah, he so, so what is going on? I mean, these it doesn't, really, it doesn't make, it doesn't but, make sense. Yeah. But why is Fox also pushing this garbage? Did you see the last poll that Fox did? I just, the, the example that I gave you of the people that they were asking question is, is that if you ask more Democrats about an issue with the president than Republicans, why is there over you, you, I have no idea. That's, that's whoever is conducting their polls needs to understand in a polarized environment that we are, in the US right now, if you're gonna ask 42 Democrats, you need to ask 42 Republicans, and then the rest of them should be independent, but you cannot ask 42 Democrats, 37 Republicans, and the rest independents, because it's not gonna, it's not gonna matter. The oversampling it's not gonna is matter. more than that. I've seen oversampling of plus seven, plus yes. eight. Yes, And yes. then they're like, oh, 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 you know, and you're like, of course. And what happened is like when- It's gonna be a cushion for, for the Democrats if you have an oversampling exactly. that way. Exactly. So that is, that is a lot of the problems that we're having in our industry. We have a narrative. They have a narrative. They're going to push the narrative. They're going to use a pulse so that they can shift the blame to somebody else. Like the, you know, the intentions that know what they actually be, believe it should be, because that's what they're trying to tell you by using a poll. So like I said, if we saw something and the last election was that the polls were really, really bad. The polls were really, really bad. And right now we're seeing the same thing. And you hear people saying, well, yeah, but the polls were not wrong because Hillary won, uh, uh, you know, with 3 million votes. It's like, who cares? You know, since the history of the country, nobody wins the election because you win the popular vote. You win the election because and, you won three, the electoral college. Votes, you know, you give that to California, right? A exactly. I mean, so if you, don't even, if you don't even campaign in California because you're going to lose it, then, you know. Exactly. Why isn't so, it a, a 10 million, you know, vote difference, so right? He's, he's using polls to push narrative. 
you know, and, and I did this. I, I predicted that the Trump was going to win the election in 2016 because right, of one right. simple yep. reason, and it's called math. When you went and saw Trump's rallies, there were 30,000, 35,000, 10,000 outside, and you went to the Hillary events anywhere in the country, and I think the max she did was about 4,000. Yep. So it was mathematically impossible she was going to win the election. Enthusiasm. I mean, enthusiasm. Exactly. The amount of yards. So I'll tell you a story. I was in Chicago on when, on Friday, and I was wearing my uh, my 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 Trump 2020 Keep America Great Again face mask. Um, I thought I was going to get a lot of bad looks. I thought, hey, maybe I'll even get assaulted. Who knows? <laughs> you know, maybe it'll get fun. But you know, I'm also kind of a big guy, right? I'm six foot, yeah. half an inch, about 250 pounds. I have you know several black belts. So you want to kick my ass? Bring it on. I love to kick the crap out of liberals. So, you know, I'm wearing my Trump mask, you know, all over the place. I'll tell you one thing, Willie. Nobody gave me shit. Nobody came out to me. Nobody gave me a dirty look or nobody yelled to me from across the street. But I'll tell you what did happen. A lot of guys, you know, very close to their chest, they give me a thumbs up so nobody could see. Hey, thumbs up. Yeah. You know, and a lot of African-Americans, I'll tell you that. That was really surprising. Yeah. Latinos, um, yeah. all the Latinos. I, were I think I, I think people masks. they can see masks. it. There's you know, going to be a big surprise, it. Willie. I'm telling you, there's going to be a big, big surprise. All this woke crap that the Democrats and the and the Marxists are pushing, I think, is going to backfire. I think the woke are going to really wake up and realize that the Democrats are a hoax. They're racist, and they do not have minorities best intentions in mind when they when they push policy and they push whatever the hell it is that they're pushing yeah but look at democrats they always count on the uh, suburban women voters you know and we've seen how the uh the black life matter process well, I, you know they went, went out to the suburbs and and get on people's faces and the restaurants and all that do they think that's going to win them votes you know i i think that they, if they if their strategy was allowing this kind of thing to happen without condemning you know what, what was happening with in the suburbs and with all these groups was going to gain the many vote. I think that's the entire reason why Biden had to come out. You know, Trump started to go, Pulse started to go against them. So it's like, okay, no, I need to come out. I need to say something because this is going to destroy, you know, the nomination. They, they had been endorsing that. They had been, they had been supporting yes. these riots, the arson, yes. the murder, the assault, the looting, you know, and, 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 you know, they had a weak convention. They didn't bring it up once. Once yeah. Trump hammered the crap out of this and the polls were showing that they were losing the security moms, like you just mentioned, you know, all of a sudden they came out. But, you know, then again, you have, uh, you know, you have Kamala Harris and all these liberals pay, paying bail money to all these people. Now you also have another issue that I wanted to bring up, Bloomberg. Yes. Well, if you had any, so, if so you... Talk, to, if talk to us a little bit about that, Willie, because that's, <laughs> well, that, that's, that's a shit show. If you, were look, right? if you were looking for collusion to influence any election, <laughs> you know, that is it. You don't have to go too far. You know, I'm happy that the, uh, the, the Attorney General of State actually uh, launched an, an investigation into that and, and, and see where that goes. But that's just completely wrong. You, you, just, you just can't go and say, hey, look, I'm going to pay everything for you so you can vote for, for Joe Biden. Like, it's just crazy. That's the kind of thing that you never heard before. But now, the way things are, because it is important for the left, it'll happen. And the media is not going to cover it. And we most likely get away with it. Unless the attorney general in the state bring in some charges, and people, and I think they probably will, right? I mean, because what he's doing is illegal. It's clearly yes, 
Yes. And you know what? The attorney general is one of ours. Uh, you know, his, uh, yeah. you know, so I don't, I don't think, uh, I, I don't think um, Bloomberg gets off, uh, gets off on this. I think he's going to run into a little bit of trouble where that yes. really ends up. Like you said, I guess we'll see, but uh, predictions, Willie, what do you think? First of all, predictions for, for the debate tomorrow. For the debate tomorrow, I think Trump is going to do well. I think, I think Biden is going to try to go after him with a pandemic. He's probably very strong in that. He's being coached really well in that issue. Uh, most likely, he's going to go after him with a tax, uh, uh, the tax thing. He should, you know, I'm sure that he has a response. But those are the two main issues that are going to come out. And, I, and those are two issues that Trump has managed really well. And he can, you know, he can, like I said, he can flip it around and make it a, a Biden uh, issue. Uh, and I think he will do well. I, I don't see Biden doing like, ex, like great tomorrow. I think he is going to be surprised. He's mentioned in an interview or two that he expects Trump to go after him and attack him and personally attack him. It's like, Trump should not do that because that's exactly what they want. Trump should debate him on the issue and what he's done. So Trump should go after him and say, look, you've been, in con you've been in politics for 50 years. I've only been here for just about four years. And I've done this, 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 and that. All the things that you criticized that couldn't be done, that it was impossible to do, like your boss Obama said that it was impossible to bring the jobs back. I did it. And I did all that. And you've been in, 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 in politics for 50 years and you guys have never been able to do it. You know, so if you want to talk about accomplishment, you may not like the way I speak and you may not like the way that I say things like the DC elite speak and how poli you know, politicians speak. But I tell the truth the way I see it and I get things done. You know, I, I think he has a really good argument and he'll do well. He did, he did 17 debates in the uh, last election. You know, he debated 17 guys and he well, was and, 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 and his coach right now is Chris Christie, who's a stud, right? Exactly. The way he destroyed Marco and took him out of the race was just- Yes, brutal. yes. Just and you know, and, and they also, and they also good in teaching him how to push back on the media. And, 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 and I think Chris will get some pushback from the president tomorrow. Uh, obviously, Newt Gingrich did a good job in yeah. one of those debates against, uh, 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 you know, CNN. CNN. Yep. Jonathan King. John King. Yeah, King Gingrich was, uh, was awesome, man. I love Gingrich. I was, I was uh, you know, I was on, on, on Newt's team when he ran for president. Uh, so I, I, I ran his Hispanic comms, right? So I was his Hispanic yeah. communications deputy. Yeah. So. No, and, I think, and I think, you know. In South Carolina. I, I, I think that those two things, you know, if, if Trump stays away from the personal attacks uh, and stay on message, I think he will do really well. Uh, that's, you know, Biden expecting him to go after him personally. Trump doesn't need to do that because he'll innate votes that he doesn't need to. You know, he can run with, his, with, his, uh, with what he's done, uh, you know, and you can criticize him or not, but he can talk about those things. And then if, he goes, if Biden goes personal, then he has plenty to go after him personally. Yeah. Planning. Well, you know, you're going to you're going to expect the president to use some personal zingers because that's his style. Yes. Right. Yes. Um, and it makes it fun. I mean, remember the, the, the Hillary Clinton debate where she was like, God yes. help us if, you know, you're in charge of, you know, the DOJ goes, yeah, because you'd be in prison. Right. <laughs> she's lucky. She's lucky. She's not in prison right now. Yeah. And, and well, she might be, you know, because we mm -hmm. have a, a U.S. attorney Durham. That is that has taken over now the Clinton Foundation investigation. Yes, um, we know there was collusion and money laundering involved in that. Especially, I would like to see those taxes. Yeah, when you start going down into the Uranium One situation and all the money that they were taking, and and uh, and you know the uh, the the Fusion GPS and and, and the Steel mm -hmm. dossier and all that. Um, 
Look, if there's a legitimate real investigation on facts, um, I think the left is going to lose. I think many should end up in prison, and I hope they do. Um, but a lot of things are riding on this election. And yeah. I've said this in the past, and I don't know if you agree with me or not, um, but I'll ask you is I think this election is more than Trump versus Biden. This is a global, organized, Marxist, well-funded organization and, and push yes. to yes. destroy, you know, that last beacon of hope and that shining city upon a hill like Ronald Reagan called us, right? Yes. Because if you destroy Trump, you destroy that, and then Marxists take over the United States, and that's the end of, you know, capitalism yeah, the, the, around the world, yeah, right? This is beyond, this is beyond Trump and, and Biden, you know. The uh, Democrats win the election, they'll pack the court, they will flood all the other agencies, and the Republicans will never get another chance. And the power. for the end of capitalism and the, these social Democrats taking over the world, right? Because yeah. you see it in Latin America, we see it in Europe, we see it in Asia, we see it everywhere. I mean, we know exactly who's behind all this funding. It's yes. China, Russia, Iran, you know? We, we, we see, you know, the, 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 the Marxist socialist in, in Europe. We see Grupo de Puebla in Latin America. Um, yeah. You know, it, it's, it's, it is a legitimate problem. And when you, when you talk to people, as, as I know you do around the world, and especially around Latin mm -hmm. America, people say the result of the U.S. is going to directly impact the direction that the Latin rest of the world well, the rest, the of, rest America, of the world, America specifically, you know, um, because what's going to happen is like a lot of the funding that goes to this country that is saved from the U.S. is going to go to the countries that basically follows the ideology of what the left is pushing out of the U.S. Remember the uh, uh, during the eight years of Obama, the uh, uh, the gay marriage and LGBTQ community was uh, getting a lot of funding in the region because of of, of the former administration something that the president well the, the mexico city policy i mean exactly you know. exactly so so I, I guess that they understand that you know obviously a lot of this agenda is going to be pushed through the region and around the world the globalized economy the globalized society the this one thing that you see here in europe is like in europe uh spaniards are spaniards and uh the brit the brits are brits the italians are italian the swiss are swiss the germans and german in the U.S., it's a multi-part of things. The identity is kind of like gone, you know, through, through, the, through the windows. So you, you can, you, you try to find the identity. And the only thing that keeps it together is a constitution. Yeah. A constitution that gets every day attacked left and right uh, by people that have no interest in having the country to succeed and be the beacon of the rest of the world. That is what we're seeing today. And the elections in November has, is way, way beyond what, what is it, Biden or, or Trump can, can be. I think obviously Trump will be the person who will maintain some sort of a, a, a identity in the country. And, and that's basically the big fight right now. But it, it's beyond that. The money that has been pushed in this election to force uh, the president out, well, we've seen it. Even before he got elected, it was, it's been a constant attack 24 seven right every, I mean, you know, every they, they have tried to destroy discredit and and, and remove this uh this president since you know the day after yeah. the election willie um can we survive as a nation as a country if biden wins if the left wins well i think we can survive but it's going to be a much different country 
I think we're going to see a lot of what we, we saw in Venezuela. Country, right? Yeah, we, we're going to see a lot of what we saw in Venezuela, how the, uh, the uh, Chavez uh, pushed uh, the country to basically a class war, you know, the hate between the rich and the poor. And we've seen how that worked out for them, you know. So uh, uh, we will survive. How, we're, how we will survive where we are is going to be much different than where we are right now. Yeah. So everything is riding on this election. Yes. Yes. Everything is riding on this election. And we saw that they try as hard as they could using all the institutions that they had their hands on, all the people that had infiltrated on these institutions to try to discredit, leak, use the media, use the FBI, use the DOJ, use the IRS. They use every single venue to try to take this president down. Hey, Willie, at 36 days from the election, I know that's an eternity, especially yeah. going into debate number one tomorrow and a couple yeah. more if, if, if Biden comes out for the other two, who knows. Um, what do you think is going to happen? Who wins? If the elections were held tomorrow, Trump will win. And he will win with more uh, electoral college vote than they did before. I believe that too. Believe. The, reason, the, the reasoning is simple. People will vote for stability in their families in the country. What the left is promoting and showing is not what the country wants. Is not well, what the majority they don't have the any proposals, wants. right? They're not proposing anything. Yeah. They're just they saying Trump, Trump is horrible, Trump is mean. The vote for me because we hate Trump. Trump. And that's it, yeah. right? Vote for me because we hate Trump and he's like the, the worst man we've ever had. That's, that's not a, it's not a serious proposal. You know, show me what you can do. They, they haven't shown anything. They have not shown anything. They don't pass the budget. Uh, you know, they don't work with the president. They say that the president have to come to them. It's like, well, you can come to the president as well. You know, you represent the people. I, I, I just think that it is, it's, I, don't, I don't see them getting anywhere. They're not, they're not proposing anything at all. Let's just hate the president. Let's take him out. We hate him. We hate his family. We hate everything he stands for. And this is the person that all these people were going after before he became a candidate. They all wanted his money. They all wanted his hotels. They all wanted to stay in his hotel. They all want to be Donald Trump. They all wanted to be in his show. They all wanted him to campaign for them. The, you know, President Obama said that he had a, 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 a son. He will, he will like him to be like Donald Trump. Yeah. So they all really wanted to be the Donald Trump until he became you know, the enemy number one. They knew that their interest was going to be touched by Trump and they, can, they just couldn't have that. And we've seen that day after day since the minute he announced that he was running. And that's just the reality. Whoever doesn't want to see that is, you know, it's blind. But that's just the way it is. We see it every day. We've seen it for four years. You can read about it. You can look at it. You may not like Trump because he talks that way. He, you know, he's, he's not a, a, a he's published mean. politician. He's a mean man. He's, he's orange he's man, a mean bad. man. <laughs> But you know, you'd rather have somebody like that that actually do things and somebody that will speak really nicely to you and convince you that they're not going to win. You know, 40, 47 months versus 47 years, right? Who's got exactly. more accomplishments? It's pretty simple. Um, look, um, so we're, you know, we're, we're running out of time here, but I want to ask you one, one final question before we, uh, before we break this off is how real or how fake are those polls after the debate? 
you've been on that side. You've run those CNN polls. Uh, who won? You know, the Democrat won by like 7,000%. Nobody even showed up to support, you know, the Republican. What, you know, I can't, I, can't, I, can't put, I can't put money on the table that every single poll after the debate is going to give Biden the lead and they're all going to be celebrating because that's the narrative. It's not, it's not serious. It's not, unless we see a huge, you know, mumble from Trump and a, a huge gaffe, I, I think that that's going to be, you know, that's going to be the result of the end of the debate. You know, Biden won. He was what the most those, president. Um, what are those focus groups that they had, that you guys had on, 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 on oh, the, the panels and the panels? And but all but the thing is, like, they, the, 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 social, right? the, the social groups that you put together and, and the uh, contributors you put together, like right now is like five, five to one in CNN, like eight to one in MSNBC, yep. Democrats against the Republicans. So how can you get a balanced debate or a conversation or discussion about when you have seven people against you in a panel? Plus the moderator. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I remember that. Hey, but you know what? I have a I have a very loud voice, man. So I I I always have fun on CNN. And by the way, I always like saying this. I was the first person to call them fake news live on the air. Uh, they didn't like it, but hey, you know they're fake news. Uh, and then Sebastian Gorka, of course, you know, two days later called them fake news. Yeah. But um, but but I will still take credit for calling them fake news on on the air. Uh, our, our There's a re they're the reason why the president called them fake news. That's right. They're fake. They're full of shit. Uh, you know, they're, they're they're not real. But hey, Willie, I need you to come back, man. We need to we're, we're going to have to go over that debate. Um, yeah. You know, we're, we're you know, want, want you to be part of a panel so we can really go through Perfect. that. Um, what, what really happened, the breakdowns, mm -hmm. pros, cons. And and, yeah. and and give it a day to see some polls come out, right? Um, yeah, I agree with you. I think I think all those polls are going to come out and they're going to show that Biden destroyed, you know, Trump seventy to thirty yeah. percent or something like that, something ridiculous. Um, yeah. But uh, but but you know, I, I I personally think the president should win the debate, but I'm hesitant because you know, like like you mentioned, Biden's been in politics for fifty years. He's a tenured guy. Yeah. He understands yeah. policy. He's been in the Senate for a long time, as, as yeah. you know, understands, you know, a, a lot of a lot of government. And uh, and he was vice president for eight years. So, yeah, he, he's a very well, you know, prepared man. I mean, you know, even though he's he I don't know what's going on in his brain. He, he's you know, he's definitely capable of putting a strong, strong performance. Right. Yeah, I mean, he is. He is. And I think the president is also a good debater. We saw that in the, in the last uh, selection. So I, I think that you know, he, he's, he's going to have to put a show. He's going to have to talk about his accomplishment. I think that's what people are looking for. He should stay away, even though he, it will be difficult for him not to job one or two uh, on, on Joe, which is normal in the debate. Hopefully they will allow him to ask Joe Biden a question and Joe Biden a question to him. You know, I think that's also interesting, that part where he's not yeah. the moderator, but when they talk among themselves about the, the issues and the things that they've done. I think that will be a, a good see, a good thing to see and, and watch. I, I, you know, he, he needs to get prepared. He he goes against Joe Biden's 50 years in, in in politics and concentrate on your accomplishment and call them out and the things that you know that you were able to accomplish, like the uh, the move to the embassy to Jerusalem, all the uh, all these new agreement in the Middle East, same things that they said that they that the the left said that they were never that's possible. Huge. That's a great point. You know, the Middle yeah. East. Uh, you know, the Platinum Plan first. Yes. Yeah. Uh, everything he he's for Hispanics. He, I mean, he's got tremendous. He has. He has a lot to run and say. Look, the country has a choice. 
you can work, you can vote for somebody that has been being in politics for 50 years and I'm not being able to get you anything done or get anything done. And oh, vote for me that I work, you know, you may not like me the way that I speak, but this is what I've done in the, in the past four years. No, and, and and being yeah, being objective here, Willie, um, if people don't like this guy, right? And that's, and that's fair, right? You might yeah. not like his personality. You might think he's an asshole and it's yeah. okay, right? That's fine. Yeah. But yeah. has any president in the history of our nation had the amount of, of, of success and accomplishments that this president has had in one term, considering all the opposition that he's had, all the media, yeah. an entire political party, half the country, and, and, and quite frankly, a great part of, of the world against him, trying to trip yeah. him up and, and destroy him. I don't think that the answer can be, you know, yes. I never, I, I never seen anything like that. I, you know, I've been in this business for about 30 years, so I've never, never seen anything like that. I, I think that right now is so radical. He's so, you know, there's so much hate. There's so much, it's, just, it's, it's impossible to fathom sometimes how low as a country we have gone uh, in terms of trying just to get rid of somebody because you just hate him because you, lo you know, you lost the election and you need to make sure and then it's, you know, and any possibility that you can to try to take him down in any way you can. And that's just horrible because you're not damaging the person, you're damaging the country. And that's what we're trying to save in November, the country, which is something that the Democrats right now are not too interested in right now. They just okay. want to get rid of Trump That's at right. all costs. Hey, Willie, thanks for being on the show, man. You're a stud. Uh, we need you back, and we need you back often, brother. I, I'll uh, be here for you, man. You know, you count on me anytime. We're, we're going to go find you in Geneva, man. I know they got some yeah. good chocolate out there, and I know they got oh, yes. a couple good cocktails that we could probably have. And you, who knows? You bet. You bet. I'm here for you, man. I'm here for you, brother. If we can't get you back, we're going to go find you over there, man. <laughs> I'll be here for you, man. I appreciate it. Hey, don't go anywhere. We're going to be right back with more Battleground. Welcome back to Battleground. I hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, Willie Laura, what a stud, man. This guy has uh, been there, done that. And uh, like I said earlier, if you did not believe that there is bias in the media, I, I hope uh, after this podcast you understand it. there is tremendous bias. Anyways, glad you enjoyed the show. Glad you're following us. Uh, we are on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple, Google, and tons and tons of other platforms. Uh, please share, like us, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow.